0: This is an energy sport podcast. Insightful, in-depth and entertaining sports content from Napier to you. This is an energy sport podcast covering the British and Irish Lions Tour South Africa 2021.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Lions podcast on energy sport. I'm Alistair Russell. I'm joined as ever by Stephen Brown. And, Garvey. and, gentlemen, we witnessed quite a match, quite a high-scoring match on Saturday against the Sigma Lions, did we not?
0: Yeah, we saw a massive, high, highly-scoring match from British and Irish Lions, something that uh, we didn't see against Japan. We had eight tries, with the final score being 56-14, with lots and lots of players putting their hands up from us test-starting jerseys, at the end of July, so I think it was a really good match to watch.
2: Other than excellent match to watch, there I think Stephen makes an excellent point that saying a lot of people are putting their names in the mix there to get a start.
1: Mm. Well, it didn't. It lived up to more than yours tour's predictions with Stephen. His prediction being that the Lions would win forty two, or the uh, the British and Irish Lions would beat the Sigma Lions forty two to seven. In and Struan you said that the British and Irish Lions would win thirty five to 21 whoever decided to let two rugby teams called the lions play each other in the same <laughs> match franklin needs a slap because that was very difficult to read out there but as you said the lots of people standing up and putting their hands up for a jersey and one of the people that we were saying who seems to be giving warden gatland a headache at the moment with his performances is chris harris
0: yeah, you're absolutely correct. Um the sort of British Lions game against Japan, Bundy Aki and Robbie Ensor, they made a fantastic connection in the midfield. But you know, the question has to be asked. You know, Chris Harris had a fantastic game. Uh something that we didn't see from him but we have seen in the Lions versus Lions game was that his kick chase game was really good. He set up that try, the first try for Lewis Risdanat. And I thought it was a fantastic, you know, he had a fantastic game overall. And it, it puts it further into question, will Gatlin play a 10-12 axis with Russell or Farrell? Or will he go with Bundy and someone else?
1: Is that something you can see him doing? Because obviously we saw the highly effective kicking of Finn Russell to set up I believe it was the second try, I think, possibly wrong there. But it, that was some kick, and we've seen him try that many times before in the Six Nations, having not quite worked, but it seemed to work perfectly well. So is that a direction that you could see Warden Gatlin going in as the tour progresses?
0: I think it's really hard to say at the moment. I think that the the 10-12 and 12 axis with Russell and Farrell played out well. Farrell had quite a quiet game but he did slot all his kicks that he was supposed to. Russell, of course, was his sort of imaginative self, quite a lot of flair. But will Warren Gatland keep Owen Farrell on just because he's able to kick and for his leadership skills is quite a hard question to answer at the moment. Will he prefer a 12-13 duo who are used to playing in the midfield with that sort of spark connection that we see with Bundy Aki and Robbie Henshaw it's, 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 it's at the start of a tour it's very hard to say at the moment
1: mm. well certainly where we, Odin Fanel was one of the names that after his performance during the Six Nations that you would have thought might not have just made the cut for the Lions but he has made the cut another player who blasted their way onto the scene during the Six Nations was Lewis Riesam and he had an excellent game again didn't he
2: Struan yeah, he was absolutely fantastic, you know, I've re his try two or three times now, I think it's absolutely excellent. I think obviously, from my point of view, during the Six Nations, I always pay attention to Scotland, obviously they're my team, but looking around to the other teams, Zamet was absolutely excellent, to be honest, he's, he's, he's slowly becoming one of my favourite players in rugby, because he's just so much fun to watch, he's, back in, back when I used to play rugby, yonks ago really, I'm, I used to play as a 14 as well, so I think there's a it's just nice watching someone in that position. He is just so talented, to be honest. Someone so young, I think the Lions are just so lucky to have him. And it's just such a, what I would describe as a watchable player, if that's, um, just to cut, just for a better word, just watchable, to be mm. honest.
1: He certainly, when he gets on that ball, and the pace that he unleashes it is quite a sight to see. And speaking that's of ridiculous. Someone, speaking of someone who got on the ball and seemed to get on the ball a lot, was Josh Adams, who scored four tries. In the fifty-six fourteen triumph, which is, I believe, we have done some digging and we think that it is the first time since two thousand and five that a lion has scored four tries in a game.
0: Yes, um, that player was Shane Williams in the two thousand and five New Zealand tour, and to get you know to get four tries in a single game, um, you know, is is really. Uh, quite an achievement for any Lions or any sort of, if you're playing any sort of level of rugby and, you know, Josh Adams is really showing that, you know um, he may have been sort of on the outskirts of Warren Gatlin's ideas for the Test Series, but um, could we see Josh Adams possibly getting in there? It's, It's he's really, really trying hard. He also got that try against Japan uh, so it's uh, I think he's got a good chance of possibly making the test series.
1: Of course, in the more established players, we've already spoke about Owen Farrell, who was well. Was it was it fair to say it's been in, it was a bit of an anonymous performance from Owen Farrell, or was that, or is that being brutally unkind to the man? Uh,
2: does does some leadership on the pitch count maybe?
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give a few calls him.
0: Um, uh, I you can think. Kick. I think with this sort of 10 and 12 axis that Owen Farrell plays with George Ford that we see him playing with England um, it's a little bit trickier to see how much impact he's making on the pitch um, but you know I mean he slowed all of the kicks that he was supposed to he put a few chips in as well uh, quite a lot of leadership in the midfield so I think We may, probably may need to see him play a little bit more of 10 rather than 12 than he has England, but we'll just have
1: to wait and see what Warren Gatlin decides. And one player who certainly made a metaphorical and indeed a very literal impact on the pitch from. A good 100 yards back i would say it was stuart hogg with possibly one of the greatest tackles i have ever seen
0: yeah Unreal. i mean it was a great try saving tackle the number six um sabusi singawani i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly he made a clean break from his just just out of his 22 for the Lions and got into his 22 I and mean, he had a wee look back and unfortunately if you're a sprinter you kn- you, you'll you you know not to look back and you're almost getting there and Stuart Hogg just tackled him uh, he may be a forward but and a bit slower than the backs but when, when you know you're at full pace for any player making that sort of distance it's very hard to stop and Stuart Hogg was able to stop him and I thought it was a fantastic defence. You know, lots of things have been said about Strythog and his defence in recent years, and you know, one of those moments has proven the doubt is wrong.
1: was um, some pace as well. Yeah. Ridiculous.
2: It's, it's one of them ones you can just watch time and time again, you know, even if you're not into rugby, just tell somebody, you know, just watch this tackle. It doesn't matter if you care about the sport or not, just watch this. It's unbelievable.
1: But that it's one of them one... as well.
2: It's like, you'd celebrate that as much as you'd celebrate scoring a try, really. That is, I think that
1: one as well, that one and the Finn Russell's chip kick across to get the try. They would probably be my two moments of the match. And another man who makes certainly a visual influence on the pitch, the mullet man himself, Hamish Watson, won man of the match. What did we make of his performance? It was clearly not up to much if he's winning man of the match.
2: Yeah. That be quiet game,
0: eh? <laughs> I think Hayes what's a fantastic game. It really, just like Stuart Hogg, puts the doubters to rest. I mean, so much has been made in the media. Is he too small? And, and, you know, for somebody to still speculate about that is laughable. I mean, he made 16 tackles in that game, one try. And within those 16 tackles, he is now the highest player to make a tackle of the tour and there's been two games and he's only been part of one of them. Mm. So that really shows how much he actually adds and you know Hamish Watson he could be your sort of wild card number seven who may make it into the test series.
1: Mm. And I think we'll leave that there for reviewing the the Lions versus the Lions and move on to one of nature's greatest questions who would win in a battle of the of a Lion versus a Shark? Uh, because it's the Lions versus the Sharks coming up very shortly and Warden Gatland has named a completely fresh starting 15 for this match.
0: Yeah, he has. Uh, Lion's sort of tour tradition is that in the first three games, everyone who is on tour gets a start to really show what skill and You know put their hand up for a tour and we've had a completely new revamp of a squad uh most of the players who played in the lions versus japan game at murrayfield are making a return for this game
1: Mm. including we're looking at the return of duan van de merve and Xander Fagerson. most importantly not that we are biased towards Scottish players at all but we're also seeing the return of Liam Williams at 15 Dan Bigger at 10 as well how do you see the Lions getting on and is there anyone from the Sharks starting 15 that we should be looking out for well I think
0: uh, this is just another warm-up test for the Lions against another club team you know looking at the the Sharks uh, it's a very young squad there aren't a lot of play. A lot of the players obviously are away to South African camp, and a lot of these players are very young. Um, you know, looking at the Sharks' performance in the Rainbow Cup, they took part in the Pro Fourteen. They came third in their conference with three wins and three losses. So, you know, this may be a little bit more of a challenge for the Lions, a little bit more of a step up to see what those, you know, big players can do in those uh, situations. But, uh, you know, on to Dan Bigger at 10, Liam Williams at 15. Uh, Dan Bigger uh, had a fantastic game against Japan. This is his chance to put, it up, put up another rallying cry to Warren Gatlin and say... You know, I want to be number 10. Finn Russell had a great game, but I can play better. Um, obviously, Finn Russell played, you know, lots of sort of flair, but Dan Bigger, he's he's a lot more consistent, I'd say. A lot more sort of conservative play. I mean, obviously, looking at Liam Williams at 15, um, he had quite a quiet game against Japan, but this is another chance, you know, to say war- to Warren Gatland, you know. Even if I'm not picked at 15... Against the Springboks in the Test Series, maybe I can sort of be a dual sort of
1: player coming off the bench and be that sort of impact player. Mm. Is there any member of the Lions starting 15 that we will look at and think, oh, didn't see them doing quite that well? Do you think we'll see any surprises from the Lions this weekend, or this match rather?
0: Uh, It's interesting you ask. Uh, Warren Gatlin has named Elliot Daly at 13. Uh, I was quite surprised at that. He was another impact player on versus the Lions versus the Lions. Uh, he came on and he was quite a good impact player. He he made a difference. Robbie Henshaw has obviously picked up that wee injury. Uh, Elliot Daly is sort of in the same boat as Liam Williams, as that he can play multiple positions. You know, he can play at 15, he can play at wing, he can play... Outside centres so really he's going to be putting his hand up he hasn't played that well for England or for Saracens but he could be that sort of multi-position player that gets put on the bench to make an impact against the Lions in the test series
1: so can I get a score prediction off of you gents for this match
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the exact same one that I had last week and I'm gonna say thirty five twenty one to the Lions. Bold. I don't know. Is that not the definition of
1: insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting the same result? Just twice. <laughs> we'll just, just do it twice.
2: <laughs> <laughs> until I get the result, okay. Until you get until
1: we get a thirty-five twenty-one. I'm
0: gonna I'm gonna do something very similar. I'm gonna say forty-two to the Lions, 21 to the Sharks.
1: That is almost exact No, it's not quite almost exactly. you just a try predicted apart. last week. But it is. So far, every single score prediction you have named, Struan, are multiples of 7. Ugh. And the only time that you haven't named a multiple of 7, Stephen, was in the first match against Japan at Murrayfield.
2: Yeah. Can I make a change to my score?
1: Do you not want to make it a perfect multiple of seven anymore? No, I wouldn't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be insane, that's more explaining. I have man. to
1: I have to accept your first answer. Oh case. that's okay, but but if they get twenty four points I'll be. If human. they get twenty four <laughs> But because it's not a multiple of seven. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I and I think we'll end on a little bit of positivity news as we've seen in recent days on social media and from various interviews from members of the Lions squad that they are all backing Alan Wynne-Jones to make his return for the Test Series against South Africa as his injuries not as bad as feared. That'll be a big boost to the Lions to have Alan Wynne-Jones back, particularly against the likes of South Africa.
0: Yeah, I think he's definitely, I mean, he was named as tour captain before they even started and we obviously had quite a lot of time before in training camps you know Conor Murray was named captain in his place but with the amount of experience Alwyn Jones brings with being a captain especially against those big teams as we've seen him do that against Wales and also he captained the Lions to that famous Test Series win against Australia it would be a big boost to the Lions if he did make a recovery in time
1: It would indeed. That is all we have time for today. Thank you very much for listening and we hope you enjoy the match.